0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Davis Maddock. You guys can find me on Twitter at Davis Maddock. This is, of course, our week 12 waiver wire show for fantasy football, taking a look at the available guys in. You know, your casual 12 team home leagues and in your uh, FFPC main event leagues where we're getting very close to the playoffs. So, time to, um, you know, start thinking about getting our rosters ready for that. There are a couple interesting names out there this week. I think probably uh, a little bit more interesting than what we had last week. So, as always, we're going to take a look at the running backs. Then we're going to look at the wide receivers. Then at your streaming uh, tight end and quarterback options, starting at running back. The big name this week is going to be Ty Johnson and Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman, uh, actually every Jets running back, played exactly 33% of the snaps last week with Joe Flacco at quarterback. Coleman is probably going to be the first and second down back with Michael Carter out multiple weeks with a high ankle sprain. Ty Johnson is going to continue to be the primary uh, third down back, which is really the role that he was playing anyways. Uh, Certainly one of the differentiators with Joe Flacco playing quarterback versus Zach Wilson and Mike White is that he is not going to check down Uh, to the running backs nearly as much. In fact, uh, Flacco, I believe, uh, had targeted the running backs on only 11% of his dropbacks, and it was well over 20% uh, with Carter, Coleman, and Ty Johnson combined when Mike White and uh, Zach Wilson were the quarterback. But last week, Ty Johnson, he ran 12 routes uh, to Tevin Coleman's nine. Michael Carter ran seven. Uh, and the Jets actually have a good matchup this week in terms of streaming against the Houston Texans. So, so honestly, I can see Tevin Coleman ranking as a fantasy starter this week because Johnson is not going to be out there, right? In uh, in in any of your main event, your high stakes leagues, Johnson is not going to be out there. But both of them do need to be added this week. I think that uh, you know, look, if you are, this is a really bad running back week Uh, most weeks are really bad running back weeks with all the injuries but this one is particularly bad I'm comfortable spending uh you know 15 to 20 percent on Ty Johnson 10 to 15 percent on Tevin Coleman Dontrell Hilliard led the Tennessee Titans backfield in touches last week 15 touches eight receptions for 47 yards on 10 targets basically what happened is Jeremy McNichols was out with a concussion and Dontrell Hilliard just came in and played the McNichols role. And it was a game that the Titans unexpectedly trailed in. Um, I don't think that is going to happen. You know, I, I don't think that will happen this week and McNichols missed with a concussion. I would imagine that he will probably be cleared for their next game so they play against the Patriots uh in in this next game I probably would would spend you know max uh two percent of your waiver wire budget on Hilliard because I think he will probably just be a healthy scratch although there is a possibility that he would move ahead of Dante Foreman who has looked best but again you know is is really uh playing a a not very useful fantasy role because he's not being targeted. So Hilliard, you know, two or 3% of your budget seems fine. Uh, If Latavius Murray is out there in your league, he returned, was clearly the second running back. Tyson Williams still not getting any offensive touches. Murray had 10 carries and two targets with Huntley at quarterback. And he would be, uh, if, if Devonta Freeman were to get injured, he would return to a really valuable fantasy role. If Jamal Williams got dropped in your league, he came back last week, saw seven carries. Uh, he's got a, a small role and, is, and you know, in deeper leagues, maybe startable against the Bears, but we're not feeling great about him. Matt Breida, six touches, 67 yards. Uh, I, I mean, look, Matt Breida has always been good when he's played. And Zach Moss and Devin Singletary are very much, um, you know, they're just not very interesting fantasy options. They they are not explosive. Breida does offer a little bit more of that explosion. He's probably, again, been picked up in lots of very deep leagues, but I think he is worth a couple bucks. Especially, I think, if Singletary were to get injured, I think Breida could see himself in an expanded role on offense. It's probably about time to start picking up Trey Sermon again. uh, He was clearly behind Jeff Wilson Jr., really only played garbage time against the Jaguars. But if Eli Mitchell misses another week, I don't think Jeff Wilson Jr. is a 20-touch-per-game guy. I think they kind of want to – kind of like Mostert, actually, right? Mostert, they really didn't ever want to give him – that many touches in a game, you know, outside of that Packers Conference Championship. So Sermon has been dropped in a ton of leagues. And if your team is clearly a playoff team, if you're going to win your league, if you're going to be in the playoffs, Sermon is the exact type of guy to be adding. And then we talked about Travis Homer last week. Well, DJ Dallas flipped him. Uh, Travis Homer, I think only played five snaps last week. Rashad Penny only got three touches. DJ Dallas scored the touchdown and played 30% of the snaps. So there you go. Uh, not not a great week of running back, just um, a roster construction note as a whole. But if you have a playoff spot locked up, and especially if you have a bye locked up, you definitely need to be moving towards lots of handcuffed running backs on your bench. You know, you don't need a six wide receiver, a second tight end, a second defense, a second quarterback, uh, because who are going to be the league winners in the back half of the season? Probably it's going to be rookie wide receivers, and it's going to be running backs who unexpectedly get playing time. You know, your your CJ Anderson uh, type guys. So just a a general roster construction note there. Wide receivers. If Elijah Moore is available in your league, he is probably the number one add. Um, this week, he had an eight for one forty-one and one touchdown on 11 targets. And he played 80% of snaps or more for the first time since week one, a full-time starter. If Darnell Mooney is out there in your league, I don't think he's out there in very many, but he saw 15 targets against the Ravens. He is uh, an easy start against the lions. Um, Ben Jefferson, I, again, in competitive leagues, he's not really going to be out there, but needs to be rostered. I think while we're talking about it. If you did pick up Ben Skronik, I think you can drop him. MVS finally had a huge game. Team high 10 targets, 123 yards with Alan Lazard out last week. MVS should be out there in a fair number of leagues, and I do think he is an interesting pickup this week. Same for Jamison Crowder. Just you know a very low-ceiling option in PPR formats. But if you are dealing with injuries, if you're scrounging, if you're in deep formats that start like three flexes or whatever, uh, he probably needs to be owned. Kendrick Bourne, Traquan Smith, uh, DeAndre Carter, a, a pretty interesting option. Touchdown in three straight games. Taylor Heineke and the Washington football team are just seem to be using him a good bit. Uh, probably the number one wide receiver ad or pass catcher ad this week in deep format. So FFPC main event. 14-team leagues, 16-team leagues, things like that. It's going to be Cedric Wilson with Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb out on Thanksgiving. Uh, Cedric Wilson has now led the Chiefs offense in snaps, or the, the Cowboys offense in snaps twice. So when one wide receiver is out, Wilson rotates in some, but the combination of Cooper and Lamb being out and Blake Jarwin on the IR pretty much means Wilson is locked in to like an 80 to 90% snap share in this game against the Las Vegas Raiders. I think he will rank as a pretty comfortable flex starter this week. Um, Yeah, I mean, probably even a top 36 wide receiver, so needs to be picked up this week. I know that I am comfortable spending 10 to 15% on him uh, and, and starting him this week. If Rondell Moore got dropped in your league, uh, he finally got the, um, the Rondell Moore role that we were expecting, 11 receptions on 11 targets, uh, you know, like five points in standard leagues, but 16 points in PPR leagues. Russell Gage uh, led the Atlanta Falcons in targets on Thursday, really not an explosive guy. He's basically the same thing as Jamison Crowder. Uh, and then super deep leagues, Marquise Goodwin caught the bomb last week, basically replaced Allen Robinson on the outside for the Bears. They are going to have Andy Dalton, at quarterback instead of Justin Fields. So probably a little bit more pass heavy. And then for the truly desperate Josh Reynolds, you know, 1% of your bid, he led the Lions in snaps last week, but uh, you're going to be feeling pretty bummed out if you have to start Josh Reynolds. Uh, Tight ends, Adam Troutman uh, suffered an MCL injury. He's going to be out for four to six weeks. Juwan Johnson is going to be the hot name to pick up at tight end this week, which I I think that he deserves. He's got a good receiving role inside of that offense, um, and I think that he is... you know, I think he should be in line for about five targets, probably in that Thanksgiving day game. I know in the main event, I plan on picking Juwan Johnson up as a streamer for teams that are missing uh, Travis Kelsey, which uh, is is certainly a few amount of teams and teams that are missing Zach Ertz, by the way, you know, Ertz and Kelsey, two of the top six tight ends in fantasy. So there is going to be a little bit of competition on the waiver wire. Uh, Austin Hooper with all of the injuries to the Browns receiving core, he saw seven targets this last week, four for fifty-three. Um, DPJ will probably be back, but you know they, he he still has had a really good snap share pretty much this entire time, uh, really the the entire season. You know, sixty-five percent of the snaps is about his average. Has caught a couple of touchdowns this year. You know, we're, really we're just looking for that touchdown deodorant, and he could give that to you. Jimmy Graham, a a good little $1 bid this week. And then if Gerald Everett is out there in your league, uh, four targets this last week, Everett, you know, I mean, we just keep waiting for something good to happen with the Seahawks passing game and it's not really happening, but huge snap shares for Everett the last two weeks. Uh, He's got 12 targets the last two weeks and, and uh, you know, I think a decent chance to to rack up a touchdown eventually. So I'm going to be picking up, Everett in some of my leagues as well. Really, it's just not, uh, it is not the greatest ever week uh, for tight ends, which is a bummer because we all need to replace Travis Kelsey and Zach Ertz. The quarterback position, if Cam Newton is out there in your league, pick him up right now. You know, even, I think even if you have Dak or Mahomes or Lamar or whoever, uh, he just looks like he's going to be really valuable in the fantasy football playoffs. Um, You know, and matchup just totally doesn't matter because it's all about the rushing touchdowns with him. Uh, Tua gets the Carolina secondary. Now, Carolina's defense has been a little bit better, but the Dolphins have just been so pass-heavy. And Tua has just looked solid for fantasy in general, so I think he is a, a decent streaming option this week if you're missing Kyler Murray or Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Terod Taylor gets to face those aforementioned Jets. Uh, they cut Phillip Lindsay, so I think we should... I, I guess I should have mentioned the... Texans running backs, David Johnson and, um, Rex Burkhead, Rex Burkhead saw 47% rushing share, 18 carries. Um, and, and again, you know, they're, they're up against the jets. So they, this might actually be a game that the Texans have a chance to be competent in, but the same goes for to Rod Taylor, you know, and, and then it gets pretty thin outside of that. You know, we're looking at Andy Dalton, Trevor Simeon, Taylor Heineke, Teddy Bridgewater, you know, it, it, it's not really, um it, it's not really all that great. So, uh you know, no, no one to really to go crazy for on the waiver wire this week, you know, at, uh, headlined by a bunch of Jets with Ty Donaldson, Tevin Coleman, and Elijah Moore. Your number one uh, wide receiver pickup is Cedric Wilson. Your number one tight end pickup is probably Juwan Johnson. Uh, Actually, and if Logan Thomas got dropped in your league, he is a pickup as well. That'll do it. Everyone, good luck with your waivers this week. And we'll be back uh, a a little bit later this week with the game-by-game preview. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.